So if you've been feeling unmotivated, ask yourself, have I been working in my zone of genius or have you been trudging through areas that drain you? Hey, it's Carly here and you are listening to the Made For More podcast and this week I'm bringing you another solo episode. So this training, I did I actually did it for a training for my network marketing business for uh, some of the leaders in my business and it's I just feel like it's really relevant for all entrepreneurs really so I thought I'd whack it up on the old podcast um, so I can help more people with it because I think it's a really interesting topic. So I'm going to be talking to you about your zone of genius which you may have heard before, you may have not heard before but I'm going to be getting right into it but I thought I'd give you a little personal update first. So this weekend we went to um, Port Lim. I don't know if, if that's actually how you pronounce it because it's got, it's actually spelled M-L-Y-M-P-N-E and I feel like some of those are silent but I don't know whether the P is silent, I don't know whether the N is silent, I don't know, Limpner. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. But anyway, if you were going to spell it out, it sounds like sp- Port Limpner, but I don't think that's how you spell it. But anyway, it's a, um, it's kind of like a, um, it's a foundation to help animals basically, but they've got amazing animals there. They've got gorillas and giraffes and zebras, and it's a huge, huge, huge place. So it's not like a zoo. It's actually like a, it's kind of like a safari. Like it's just huge, huge, huge open land and they help like endangered animals and all of that. And um, where we stayed there, we've got a tree house. I've wanted to stay there for ages. And as part of the booking, you get a golf buggy. So you get to drive all the way around, but we actually didn't get our golf buggy. We got there at like 10 in the morning. We didn't get our golf buggy until about three o'clock when we checked in. And so I spent the first day walking around everywhere and oh my goodness, at almost 30 weeks pregnant, walking around like safari hills is just not the one. Oh my God, I'm a broken woman right now. How I didn't go into birth, I have going to birth, going to labor, I have absolutely no idea. And the second day, we actually, we were going to spend the whole rest of the day there and I had to come back because I was so sore. My belly was just cramping and uh, my back was in a really bad way and yeah I was just thinking oh my god I'm actually gonna give birth among the gorillas and to be honest with you after a day of walking around that safari place I felt like a gorilla I was moving around with the exact same like body movements as a gorilla I just don't think I look very different at all. But um, yeah, anyway, it was an amazing place. Definitely recommend it if you live in the UK. It's really, really cool to take your kids. Frankie absolutely loved it, although he fell asleep the whole way around the safari. Brilliant. Saw the giraffes and was like... (laughs) But he absolutely loved it and it was just nice to get uh, some time away. But yeah, if you're pregnant, probably wouldn't recommend it. Anywho's, let's get into some training. So um, hopefully you've been enjoying my podcast. Obviously, if you do love them, I absolutely love hearing what you what you loved. Um, Last week, I got so many messages from people saying that uh, my podcast has encouraged them to take the plunge and start their own podcast. And that makes me so, so happy. I love the fact that all of your voices, anyone who's got a voice that and you want to get it out there, but you just are like, oh God, I don't want to do it. Um, I love being that little, you know, push off the ledge to help you get it because it's so exciting. So hopefully lots of you are now going to start your podcast and uh, yeah, I'm here to help you in any way that I can. So the training I want to talk to you about today is your zone of genius. So I'm going to let you into a little secret here. I am weirdly intelligent um, when it comes to computers 
don't know if you knew that about me, but I just really get it. Like, so stuff that happens on, on the computers, like even coding and funnels and building stuff and creating stuff and creating websites and creating landing pages. I just get it. I think my mind is like really like, I don't know, geared that way. And I just really understand the logic of it all. So my favorite thing to do is to geek out all day on my computer and create stuff. Um, that is my, my partner is always like, you are such a nerd. I show him when he gets back from work. I'm like, look, babe, look what I look what I've done. And he's like, you are honestly the nerdiest nerd. I know, but I think I'm quite a cool nerd. However, so although I'm really intelligent in that in that area, I am also alarmingly unintelligent in quite a few areas of my life. Actually, some quite big areas of my life. And there are some things, there are just huge gaps in my knowledge, like huge, huge things. And there's, there's so much stuff that I just don't know. So for example, history and geography, especially, absolutely shocking. I still use a sat nav to go around the town that I've lived in for years. I literally have no clue at all. Someone even said to me the other day, someone said they live in Lisbon. And uh, and I was like, oh, amazing. How long have you how long have you lived in Australia for? And it didn't even register that Lisbon is not Australia. Lisbon is actually, I think it's Portugal. I think I was thinking of Brisbane. Anyway, it's easily done though, isn't it? And then history, literally no clue at all. So I was watching a dinosaur program with Frankie and Kurt the other day. And Kurt looked over to me and he could just see that I was just puzzled by the whole thing. And so he had to explain to me that dinosaurs were actually real, but he started off by saying, do you, what do you think about dinosaurs, Carly? And I was like, well, I don't know, they're just like nice mythical characters, aren't they? And he was like, you do know that they're they're real, aren't, like you know that, don't you? And I was like, ah. Anyway, then he had to tell me all about dinosaurs. Who knew? Who knew that dinosaurs are real? I did not. Um, but he was like, there's like national history museums and everything. What do you think all that's about? I just hadn't really put two and two together. Um, I thought they were the kind of in the same category as unicorns, to be honest, but turns out they're not. And then even last night, we were sat in the hot tub. There's a full moon last night. And I was like, why is it so bright though? Like, what, like if you were to stand on the moon, would it be that bright when you stand on it? Would you be like, oh, God, my eyes are stinging. It's so bright on here. And uh, Kurt had to tell me the whole thing about the sun shining and and all of that. But anyway, so my point is, there are some things that I am really intelligent at and other things that I am honestly so clueless about. Like, I literally have no idea. And I like there are some things where you think, how has this woman got a kid? You're like, why is, why is anyone giving her any kind of children? She clearly knows nothing about nothing. But the reason why I say that is because I know that I'm not the only one. I'm sure you all have areas where you absolutely boss it and it just comes naturally to you. So there's some areas where you're like just in your flow and you're in your jam. And you're like, yes, I know everything there is to know about this subject. And then likewise, there's other areas that no matter how hard you try and how much you work at it, you just feel like you're not getting anywhere like you just are kind of like hitting your head against a brick wall every time and thinking like this is just not going in this is because we all have a zone of genius this is something that we do your zone of genius is like an activity or a skill set where you just thrive and you're at your best so you know when you're like yes I am a boss Um, and it's also the area where you're most energized as well so the thing that you get most excited about doing you're most energized you're most you feel like your most confident self in and you're like I am I'm the boss so if I said to you now what is your zone of genius could you easily answer and tell me have you ever actually thought about what your zone of genius is because what happens is so often we 
we naturally tend to focus on the things that we're not very good at. So we could easily, if I asked you what are you good at and what you're not good at, you could probably list a whole, like a huge list of things that you're not very good at, but you'd find it harder to tell me the things that you're amazing at. So for example, um, you know, lots of you know that I have a network marketing business and that business is in health and wellness. And so I could say, oh, you know, I'm not very good at product ingredients or I'm not very good at LinkedIn. And so you kind of, you go to work on those areas because you think that you need to be an expert in all areas. And that's fine to a certain extent because I I do believe that you need to be, you know, have a well-rounded skill set. However, not if it means that you're going to be working in those areas instead of actually working in your zone of genius. So you can still work on those other areas, but at least 80% of your time should be spent working in your zone of genius. By the way, you know 80%, don't you find that like whenever you hear coaching calls or like training things, everyone always just whacks out a percentage. And I don't know whether those percentages are based on anything. I don't know what the percentage is based on. So I can't actually tell you that 80% exactly. It could be 79%, could be 67%. I've made it up. I've made up 80%. But the way I see it is 80% of your time should be spent working in your zone of genius and not on all the other areas that you're trying to perfect. Does that make sense? You always hear it on like, I always hear it on American um, things where like 79% of people do this. And you're like, okay, I think you've made that up. But um, 80% of your time should be in your zone of genius. So imagine if you were a football coach and you turned up to a coaching practice and you saw David Beckham practicing his saves in the goal. He was in the goal and then he was like, those players were shooting the ball at him and he was practicing how good he was at catching the ball. And he was just doing it over and over and over to try and get better and never actually practice what he was there for and what he's amazing at, which is actually shooting the ball. The coach and everyone else would be like, David, mate, what are you doing? get out goal and start shooting the ball. It just doesn't make any sense for him to be working in that area when that's not his zone of genius. Now that's a really obvious example, but this is what we do all the time. Or imagine if Tony Robbins reached out to you and he said, I really want to help you for the day. I want to come and spend a day with you, really help you in your business and uh, just give you some good tips. And you were like, oh, oh my God amazing. Thank you so much. If you could just do some admin work for me, I've got loads of stuff that needs posting. If you can pop these letters down to the post office. Oh, and if you can go and pick up my dry cleaning, you just wouldn't do it. You'd literally be like, what a waste. You'd get him in and you'd be like, right, what is he amazing at and how can he help me? So this is what we're doing with ourselves all the time. We're just giving ourselves job roles that are wasting our skills and we're spending our time practicing our goalie skills and we should be running with what we're actually skilled at because we're trying to be an expert at everything everything and you don't need to be. Hurrah, how, that's like music to my ears. When I figured out that I don't need to be amazing at all these things that just really don't come naturally to me at all, that was a total breath of fresh air for me. So if you've been feeling unmotivated, ask yourself, have I been working in my zone of genius or have you been trudging through areas that drain you? We can call this the zone of drainage. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not as catchy as zone of genius, but we're going we're gonna to go with zone of drainage because I feel like it's quite to the point. So perhaps in lockdown, the, the situation has meant that you actually haven't been able to work in your zone of genius. So maybe it's that you've had to pivot and maybe your zone of genius was meeting people face to face or at networking meetings or things like that. Or maybe your zone of drainage is actually being on the computer all day and you've been doing that nonstop for the last, last few months. So that's fine. It's fine that, you know, we've had to pivot and we've just had to deal with with the situation. But now is the time to check in with yourself and see where you really need to focus. 
So I want you to think of that word focus. Now for me, focus stands for follow one course until successful. And this is this was so important for me. When I first heard this way of looking at it, it was huge for me because I am a little I do have like a little bit of like squirrel syndrome, you know, where something shiny comes along, especially because I'm such a creative person. I don't really like to get lost in the kind of mundane, repetitive task. When something creative comes along, I'm like, oh, oh I want to do that. And I love starting stuff and I love creating stuff. So that was has been really, really key for me to stick to that that kind of motto of follow one course until successful, because we can easily get distracted and end up trying all of these different things, but actually you just need to do the one thing and do it really well. So personally, my zone of genius is painting a big vision for the opportunity that I I offer in my network marketing business, the brand and all the personal development that we get as well. I'm uh, that is my jam. So I know that if someone listens to me presenting about the business and talking about all the benefits of everything like that and the coaching and the mentorship that we get, a really good percentage of them will say yes, I want to join your business. And so that's basically what I've done in my business. I've just done that over and over and over again. And that is just my that's my way. But everyone in my team is so different. There's loads of different people in my team and they all have different zones of genius, which is the beauty of what we do. You know, we're not all the same. So for example, there's a couple of girls in my team. And when you listen to them talk about the nutrition products and you hear them talking about product ingredients, I know that anyone would listen to that and think, oh my God, I want to join that business. This sounds amazing because they're so knowledgeable and that is completely their zone of genius. Likewise, if someone... um, attends like a product event with another another girl in my team she's so good she's so good like her customer care and her customer service is amazing and I know that they would say yes I want to join that business or you know I want to be a part of that and they would buy into that brand but if they listen to me talking about you know on a Facebook live talking about retinol and what it does for the epidermis of the skin and all the all of that stuff they'd literally be like um do you get any training in what you do? <laughs> because it's just not my strongest area at all. I'm going to be really honest with you. I, When it comes to product ingredients, my knowledge is terrible. So one of the amazing things about the company that I'm partnered with is that all of the ingredients are amazing. They're so clean and we've got like a list of over 2,000 ingredients that we just don't formulate with. And all of our products, this is not a plug for my business, by the way, but I just need to give you a backstory of why this is important. Um, why the all of our products are like ultra, ultra premium products. So the quality of them is incredible. But we don't formulate without all of the nasty ingredients that you get in lots of other high quality products. So the product ingredients are actually a really key part of, of what we do. But for some reason, I just can't take in the information. Like I, it just doesn't sit in my head. I kind of get to that, the key basic things and I can't retain it. And I definitely can't then talk about it after because I just go and I just sound like an absolute idiot but there are some people there are other leaders in my in my business that are incredible like when I hear them talk about the um the the product knowledge and everything like that my friend Sarah she's a nutritionist my other friend Rebecca she owns um, an aesthetics clinic and when I listen to them I think oh my god I so need to be like them I so need to get better at talking about these products because they are amazing but that's not natural to me you know and I could sit there and think right I'm going to spend all my time becoming amazing at talking about all of these ingredients and what it does for the skin and what it does for your body but it doesn't come naturally to me and it's not my zone of genius so if I spent ages trying to figure out all of that and working against something that doesn't feel like natural to me I'm missing out 
on working in my zone of genius and sharing the vision and the opportunity and the personal development with everyone. So I'm actually not doing either of them very well at all. So a few years ago, I actually heard that the best entrepreneurs surround themselves with people who are better than them. And honestly, that's what I've done in my team. So many of them are so better, so much better than me in so many areas. And that's why I believe my team is so well-rounded. It's such an amazing group of people because there is an expert in every single area and that expert doesn't need to be me which is amazing. And then that's the same for all areas of your business. Like there are so many people now, it's so easy to outsource stuff. So you've got the app Fiverr, or you've got an app called Upwork, which is where you can actually outsource so many things to really skilled freelance people. So if it's creating a, a landing page, if it's sorting out your emails, if it's, it's honestly every single tiny job, there is someone out there doing it for actually a really low fee because of the way that the world works now with the fact for the fact that you can just get a freelance person really, really easily online. So it means that you don't have to waste time doing that. And if you're wasting time doing stuff that is just not natural to you and you spend a whole day doing something because you've like been trying to bash it out and you're like oh god I just need to get this done and I don't know what I'm doing that is a waste of your time that is such a waste of your time and it's also a massive waste of your energy as well there's just no point in doing it so yeah I think the best thing to do is to regardless of what business you're in surround yourself with people that are better than you and stick to what you're good at and that's why myself and Michelle work so well with our um, business that we've created recently because she is phenomenal I mean she is like NLP um, like master practitioner when it comes to mindset and stuff like that she is honestly next level but also when it comes to creating programs she is next level because she did that in huge executive corporations I haven't done that but what I'm really good at is the whole social media stuff the whole social marketing the whole branding yourself and that's not her zone of genius either so we could come together in our in our new business venture and I could say right okay I need to get really good at NLP and I need to get really good at you know creating programs and she she could say yeah yeah I'm going to spend my time doing um social media and really getting on that but what's the point what is the point? We if, Imagine if we both spent our time doing that, nothing would get moving. But if we both decided and trusted each other to say, right, you do that, that is your bag. I'm going to do this, this is my bag. That's how it moves quicker. So you don't need to be an expert in all areas. And it's so funny, sometimes when I look at my, um, I have like a WhatsApp chat with my team and someone will post in there a a question about a product ingredient they'll say oh I've got this client and they need this do they um can, can I recommend this and I literally back away <laughs> from my phone hoping that no one sees that I've seen the message because I literally have no idea how to answer it don't get me wrong if a client ever comes to me and asks me a question and it's got an ingredient in it and I and, and I don't know the answer to it I will always find out that answer but my point is is that I don't need to know all the answers I just need to know people and have people around me that do know all the answers and that is what I do I surround myself with people who are phenomenal in areas that I am not very good at um so yeah it always makes me laugh when I get one of those questions I think can they see me on whatsapp if I move away from my phone 
Anyway, um, I honestly believe that being successful is about finding your zone of genius and 10xing it with relentless drive. You literally find the thing and then you go, 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 and don't stop until you need to, till you get to where you need to. Um, but also, if you're working in a team of people, find out what their zone of genius is and empower them to run with that as well. Like there is no point in having someone in your team that is mega skilled in one area and you're trying to force them into this um, hole that just does not fit at all. Um, so figure out what they're good at and then um, you know get them to 10x that as well. So find the thing you thrive in master that skill and go, go, go. And being an entrepreneur and being a good leader is about having the self-awareness to know what your strengths are and also being smart and strategic about how you spend your time and where you spend your focus. So before you look at your zone of genius and decide where it is that you're going to 10x your focus, I just want to point out that your zone of genius has to be an area that actually moves your business forward. So it is not doing the miracle morning even though I think Miracle Morning is very effective, you can't be like, I'm so good at meditating. I thrive when I'm meditating. I am just in my zone of genius when I'm meditating. That's not the point because that's not going to move your business forward. It can't be taking loads of notes. Like it can't just be taking loads of training sessions and, you know, sitting on loads of training calls and being like, yes, I'm so good when I'm taking notes. I've got books and books of notes. That is not the point because that's not going to move you or your business forward. I mean, where are you really good? Like is your zone of genius speaking to people one-to-one? Is it creating content on social media? Is it going live on Facebook Lives and doing, you know, events like that? Where is it where you are your best Is it focusing, if you're in network marketing, is it focusing on the business opportunity? Is it focusing on the products? Find out where you're at your best and where you're most comfortable and where you're most creative and run with that. So follow one course until successful. And you basically just review, do and go again. Review, do and go again. So I hope you found that helpful. And I just think it's so important to have a look at where you're spending your time and if you feel drained and you feel like oh god can't bother to work today then you need to figure out where that zone of genius is where you feel alive and you feel energized and empowered the beauty of having your own business and being an entrepreneur is that you get to choose where you work and of course there are going to be things that you don't want to do of course I mean you know being an entrepreneur you do end up wearing loads of hats and those hats aren't always comfortable in fact they're most of the time they're not comfortable and they are always scary and you know they're it's not always stuff that you want to do but like I said that's a small percentage of, the, of your time that you need to be spending in that in those areas is you either need to spend less time in them or outsource them you know for the energy and the resources that it takes from you to try and work and trudge through activities that just don't fit with you at all um, it's going to cost you so much so see if you can outsource some stuff if you're not in a place where you cannot outsource at the moment then just see if, if you're working in the right area like could you switch things about and do more stuff in your zone of genius to energize you. Um, So yeah, I hope you found that helpful. If you did find this helpful, please leave me a five-star review on iTunes. It honestly makes such a difference. And of course, screenshot this, post it on Instagram and tag me at madeformorepod um, and let me know what you're loving. Let me know what your zone of genius is. I'd be so interested to know. And because you've listened all the way to the end of this episode, um, I actually want to give you something. So when I created my Insta success school 
um, a little part of that, a tiny little part of that, um, I created a content strategy planner so that you can really up level your social media game and you can put it all together in one place and it, it works around like your your brand wheel and your there's an Instagram mood board and all of that amazing stuff. And I put it all together in a template so that you can have it. And I wanted to give more people access to it because I honestly believe it's a game changer when it comes to social media. So if you head over to my Instagram at madeformorepod and you go to the link tree, which is in my bio, then you can actually download it there. So it's called Social Media Strategy Guide for Coaches. So if you go onto my link tree, you can download that. It's got the entire template so that you can create your own, but it's also got um, mini Canva templates in there as well. So you can create each part of it and make it completely specific for you. Um, but it's an amazing tool. Head over there, download it. And uh, yeah, and let me know how you're getting on with that. Definitely take a picture and tag me on Instagram. I'd love to see how you're getting on. And uh, yeah. I hope you have a wonderful week. I'm excited to bring you some new, I've got a new interview coming for you next week. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited for everything that you're doing. I'm excited for this year. I was sitting in, in the hot tub thinking last night, it's such an incredible time to be alive. The fact that you can just decide that you want to be something, go online, find the resources. The majority of the time there are the resources for free or there's podcasts or whatever um, and you can teach yourself how to do it. What a beautiful time to be alive. It literally excites me so much because I think, oh my God, I could literally be anything that I want to be. How cool is that? So I really hope that you feel the same and I'm here to help you do that and you know, banish any limiting beliefs that tell you otherwise because it is all absolute BS. So thank you so much, guys. Remember, you are made for so much more than you can even imagine. I am so proud of every single one of you for showing up every single week, listening to this podcast and growing yourself. You honestly have no idea how much of a difference it's going to make. Thanks so much. Speak to you soon. Bye. (laughs) 